this is the Keeping Up With The Homesies podcast, a podcast where we explore how we can create homes that feel authentic to who we are instead of basing it on some perceived outside ideal or approval. I believe that for us to be able to show up in the world as our true selves, we must first do so in our home. Yet so many of us, me included, can get so caught up with all the things we think are expected of us that it's easy to lose sight of who we are. And so many of us might have also lost track of ourselves when it comes to our own homes trying to find that perfect place to call home or create homes that look a certain way and if we're not living up to it, we might feel like we are failing somehow. So on this podcast, I'm on a journey to explore how we can learn to live a life inward out rather than outward in, not taking action based on outside ideal or approval, but strive only for what feels good on the inside. It is what I like to call being a homesy, learning to let our true selves shine, beginning at home. Well, hi, and welcome to the podcast. I'm here today with Anne-Marie Stolting. She's the host of the lovely podcast, Let's Slow Down. Welcome, Anne-Marie. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited as well. It's so much fun chatting with you. Uh, we've chatted before, and we're all, we always have. Never run out of things about. to say with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lots to talk about. So if, before we jump into things, like maybe uh, introduce yourself a little bit, like who you are. I just reveal that you're the host of the Let's Slow Down podcast, but you are so much more than that. So yeah, <laughs> please introduce yourself. Okay. Well, hi, everyone. My name is Anne Murray. I live in New Jersey and I have three children, ages 15, 12, and nine. Uh, my husband, who was my high school sweetheart, so we've been together for a long time. We have two rescue dogs. We have, um, you know, he works, my husband works full-time, I work part-time, and kind of juggle the rest of the stuff at home. And um, yeah, we have a really full life. It can be busy at times, could be overwhelming at times. So I created, just a few months ago, I created the podcast, Let's Slow Down, to really highlight this culture of busyness and, and the to-do list and just having to be productive all the time and just all that pressure that we um, intentionally or unintentionally put on ourselves. And I've been having a lot of fun having these conversations around, you know, what is, what is most important to all of us. And obviously it looks different for everyone, but what fills your cup? What makes your day manageable? How much is too much? Saying no. So these are all things that that I have been really focusing on in my own life and have now kind of tried to bring to light through conversations um, with the podcast. And ultimately, I just really enjoy like self-improvement. I'm kind of a nerd. I am a nerd that way. I love nonfiction, self-improvement books. I read all of them, everything. And there's, there's so much out there, which is fun. Can find something about any, read something about anything. And I love just trying to take little nuggets from different books and from different conversations that I have and implement them into my own life um, wherever I can, you know, to try to make things, just to always try to improve things. I read a book a long time ago in grad school called good to great. And I think that that kind of sums it up. You know, things are good, are, are good. My life is good. I feel very blessed with everything that I have, but always, always looking to like, okay, what can we tweak here to make this a little bit easier, a little bit less stressful. And I feel like if, if you're not being intentional about that type of thing, it's easy to get 
thrown into the rat race and caught up in everything, you know, with the day-to-day, day-to-day actions of uh, tasks of daily life. So, so that's where I'm at. I don't have it all figured out, but I like to, I like to try and I like to talk about it. <laughs> so yeah, thanks I, for having I, me. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And uh, we connected on the topic of home and how like our home can either be like a place for us to rest and relax, or we can also make our home into another place that we're stressed about or like exactly. becomes, you know, becomes something that we have to somehow perform, I guess, yep. or, or something yep. like that. So just the idea of like slowing down also all the pressure that we have around home or like what our home should look like or, you know, all of that. So what, what does home mean to you? Like what, how does that look to you? Like home? Yeah. Yeah, What does it mean? What does it mean to slow down at home or like create a home that's. Yeah. That supports that. that, Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, I definitely have felt that pressure that you're talking about where, and I don't even know if it for me personally was so much like a comparison thing. It's not that I necessarily needed everything or desired everything to look, you know, magazine ready all the time or anything like that. Um, But I really needed my home to support my well-being more and support that feeling of, of like that home, homey, cozy kind of a feel, but also I want to feel at peace in my house and I want to feel calm. I tend to get anxious about things, especially when things get real busy and stressful. I feel like anxiety is my thing. And I have learned a big piece of keeping me calm and making me feel more grounded in my house is decluttering and not having too much stuff everywhere because the piles of things yeah, would, it would stress me out. Like, oh, am I going to miss, is there a bill under there? Am I going to miss that? You know, is there something for like a deadline for the kid's school or something? That kind of stuff would stress me out. So just trying to stay on top of stuff like that and just having less, I have, I I mentioned I have these two dogs. So one of them would literally be the perfect dog if she didn't shed, but she sheds a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Other than that, she is incredible. So whatever, it's fine. We'll take the dog hair, but you know, got to vacuum regularly. Got to just keep up with that kind of stuff. So it's a lot easier to quickly run a vacuum or wipe down a counter when there's not like so much clutter that has to be put away first. So I have really, that has been a big thing for me over the years, just trying to keep up with, you know, being really good about only keeping things that, you know, we're using that serve us. I do a lot of donations. I do a lot of, um, you know, I, one of my good friends and my sisters both have kids that are younger than mine. So as my kids grow out of things, especially like seasonal things that I know we no longer need, I'm, I really try to pass them along. You know, I try to be a good steward of the earth and not throw too much out. So I try to pass things along to people who need them, but still have life left in them. Um, I run this, this fundraiser at my, at my youngest school and we do a, a fall clothing drive and we do a spring clothing drive. So that's actually coming up next week for me. And I always have bags going like, okay, we're, you know, this is going to go for the donation. So things like that, to me, that has made a big difference. It took me a really long time to get the hang of it and to sort of get into my, my groove with how I'm going to handle all of that. Um, But it has made a big difference. So that's one, one piece. And the other is that I really don't, I don't need to, I don't need or want to have a room in my house that 
no one can go in like picture like think of when we were kids like that living room the white living room where nobody goes in there you know it's only for adults like we don't live like that we live we're we're regular people we use our stuff we live in our home so just trying to be very intentional about each room and what its purpose is and how it can serve us best so my husband laughs. He, well, not so much. He's, he doesn't find it too amusing when I make him move the furniture, but I'm always moving things around trying to like, oh, I think this might work. This, this setup is going to work better for like what we're, where we're at now, how we're using the room. So, um, but it makes a difference. It makes a difference. And so I think just bringing more intention into my home, how I want to feel when I'm there, what I need to accomplish it has helped helped a lot make my home give my home more of that feeling of of me and my family and and um how we want to feel when we're in it yeah i love that i love that that and that's also like one of the core things that i always talk about and teach is like you should always start first with like how do you want your home to feel before you like go into any design decisions or like make any you know, go ahead and, and purchase something or, or decide on uh, colors or stuff or whatever. It's like, always start with like, how do you want your home to feel like? What what do you want to, like you said, accomplish here? Like, what is, like, how, how are, what's our lifestyle? <clears throat> like, how do we live in this house? Like, how do we want this room to function? Like, how will it serve us the best way? So you are definitely like, onto something like you're not just like going out and like getting stuff because it looks nice or because this is something that you have to have it's being intentional about yes like stuff like actually and I've done that I've done that and gone out like I've been that you know when I was younger like okay I'm just gonna go you know and and pick up these things because that's what I think should be in my house this is what should be in this room but it was like okay you can do that you can do that and decorate it later but that step that step one has to be like you said the function the functionality of it all and you really have to be like go through the whole day like okay we're gonna come through this door we're gonna you know the kids are gonna drop all of their school stuff here all right what is that gonna look like do they have a spot to do that because before Mm -hmm. we had a we had to create we call it a mudroom in america i don't know you guys use that term but yeah yeah so come in and we have like a little area where they can dump all of their stuff because before we had that room, it would just, it would be everywhere. It would be in like the whole house when they came home, they'd be dropping things. And obviously they're getting older. They're better about <laughs> not doing that too, but yeah. now they have a specific spot for it. And I think that that helps a lot. It helps a lot, especially when you have kids to train them to, okay, this is the spot that this goes. If there's not if there's no true like home for all their stuff, the stuff gets everywhere. So that's yeah. Helpful. Yeah. That's really good advice. That's good advice to, to actually like, yeah, go through your day. Think about like how, how do we move through this room? Like, and, and, and where do we, and also like, like views and like, where do I want to sit here? Like, what do I want to yes. look at? Like, what is the view from the window? Do I want to yeah. look at it? at that? Or like, what is the view to another room or like to another area? What do I want? that view to look like like actually like being like intentional like seeing your home yeah. And, like yeah and that looking takes at some it. time it yeah, really does yeah yeah but a lot of times we like we're very impatient about our homes like we want it like set up like right away so mm-hmm. we like run Guilty out of that purchase. too yeah. yeah oh me too me too oh <laughs> I definitely like this has definitely been like a learning journey for me as well yeah. like actually like stopping myself from not not just like like wanting everything a certain way like right away because yeah when you when you slow down <laughs> you actually like 
think about it and take a minute, you know, and, and, and think things through, you know, you're going to come up with better solutions and you're going to leave some stuff in the store and you're going to say also yeah. like, cause yeah. I've also been like guilty of like getting stuff that doesn't actually that have like a place in my home. Like they just keep like circling around because Accumulate. I can't, find, like, yeah. Yeah, you can't exactly. find a spot where it fits. Yeah, exactly. Because I didn't really think about it. Like that purchase, like, as a part of like a whole, yeah. I just like yes. looked at the item that wanted wanted it and it didn't have a place. So like, yeah, I yeah. love that. That reminds me of that. I've changed my thought, my mindset about mm-hmm. shopping a lot too, because especially for me, um, one time of the year that's hard to exercise restraint is Christmas because I yeah. love Christmas <laughs> and yeah. I love those holiday decorations. Mm-hmm. Like, and they, to me, they are, most of them are so like homey and cozy mm-hmm. and in those winter months, that's what we crave. Right. Yeah. So I have gotten better about like taking a minute and thinking, okay, well, you know, when that month of Christmas is over, where is this thing going? Right. Yeah. Like there's only so much storage <laughs> in your house. So that that's really helped me because otherwise I would buy all of it because I just I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, you'd buy new stuff all the time. And it's also because it's set up so nicely in the store. Like you get that really cozy feeling. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's just like (laughs) the visuals of it all is just like so nice and you want it all. (laughs) Yes. So true. Yeah, that is so true. (laughs) And it's also like, I think like getting intentional about like what you bring into your home is also like, I always say also, it's like, it's like learning to design your home and like getting to know yourself. It's also like learning, learning to recognize like actually what, what's you and reflect who you are, but equally as much as is uh, also learning to say no and say no to things that you like. Because a lot of times when we talk about like only bringing things you love into your home, but then you get that piece is like, does it have a spot? Do you have a spot for it? Like, does it, it's not enough that you love it. Like you might love it. Like it's like makes your heart flutter every time you see it and you really want it. But if you don't have a space for it, it's like right now, it's not right for your home, like at this particular moment. So it's also, I always say it's, it's about learning to say no and like just, you know, admiring it, admiring it from a distance and, and thinking like, oh, I love that piece. And one day I will have it in a home. Appreciate it, but it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be in your house, right? Exactly. Appreciate it, yeah. enjoy it. Take a picture of it if you want to show someone yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It doesn't have to yeah. come into your home. I've, yeah. I've definitely, um, honestly, like I'd rather take that extra money on that you might spend on a couple of those holiday decorations and go out to like a place, a restaurant that does a really great job decorating for Christmas and enjoy Mm -hmm. like a whole night there and have that experience, right? Have that feeling, have that cozy holiday environment, a great meal, and then you don't have to (laughs) store it all. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good idea. That's a good idea. But use that that money and go have like a holiday experience rather than buying more stuff to bring into your house. Yeah, exactly. And on the topic of, of good ideas and uh, you're sharing good advice and like all that, because you said like, I love also like the decluttering um, thing. I always talk about like the, the you know, the, the difference between decluttering and organizing and, and, mm-hmm. and how important like decluttering is. And then the whole like organizing your stuff into certain ways and as, you know, it's, it, that's not as important, but the decluttering part is, 
and it's it's something that it's it's a journey that I'm on, and I'm learning. Um, and certain things are easier for me to let go of, and certain yes. things like I have to work through, and it has a lot of you know, it brings up a lot of it, right? yeah, exactly. So maybe like you've been on it. You said like it took a while for you also to like figure that out and and find your groove in that. Um, what are your help? Some helpful advice. Uh, for anyone who wants to like start that decluttering process or have maybe started but find it difficult or like get into sure yeah <laughs> like it's hard um, to let go of stuff <laughs> yeah and I think it goes back to that being intentional right and also just kind of removing that like emotional attachment like think of like just remember it's just a shirt <laughs> it's a shirt like what what are you really holding on to right are you holding mm. on to like that you were 10 pounds thinner when you wore this shirt or it was like before you had kids like a different lifetime or what are you holding on to and and you know what give yourself the time to think about that if if you have to and it it gets easier like it used to be really hard for me now I feel like I'm pretty I can unattach pretty quickly but um I think if you get to the heart of what is giving you you know if you haven't worn this shirt in a couple of years or this dress in a couple of years like okay, you're probably not going to wear it. You're probably not wearing it anymore, right? Yeah. It either it doesn't fit you or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And just trying to figure out like what is holding you back, what's going on there. And just, I think once you identify it, you can kind of move through it. So mm-hmm. it's, it is a little bit of, there's a psychological piece to it. There's oh, an emotional yeah. piece to it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I also find just like with anything, we get in these moods where we're like, okay, I'm getting, you know, I want to clean house. I want to get rid of this stuff. Like I'm done. You know, usually we hit a point where there's just like one too many things. And you're like, <laughs> like, I know then I lose my mind. I'm like, all right, I'm, I go, I, gotta go. <laughs> I get the trash bags out. I have like my donate bag, the whole thing. So when I get that, when that feeling comes upon me <laughs> randomly, I try to take advantage. Um, <clears throat> So those types of things help, like just really trying to use common sense. Like, all right, I don't wear this anymore. I'm going to get rid of this. Or even like jewelry and things, you know, like your taste changes, just things change. Every things don't last forever. I think for some reason we think we, this stuff lasts forever. What are we holding on to it for? Yeah. So um, that's, you know, with wardrobe stuff. And I have found the kitchen. I don't really love cooking. I cook because... I love my family. So <laughs> that's why I cook, but I don't really love cooking. Yeah. So like to just kind of streamline things, have a clear counter where it's like not too str- stressful to like sit down to prepare the meal, you know, like just try to support the things I know I need to do every day and have cabinets that are not too cluttered so you can easily put things away and Um, and I used to do it backwards as well. Like I have, I actually was just in my attic. We have an attic in our home. So we're able to put, we're lucky because we can put our out of season clothes in bins and put them in the attic. So that's what we do. And the weather is getting warmer here in New Jersey. So I was in the attic pulling down some summer stuff. And I did notice, because I've gotten better at getting rid of things, I noticed I have like a stack of empty bins now because I used to. And as my kids were younger and my daughters are six years apart, I have a son in the middle. So like from my oldest daughter to my youngest daughter, when they were younger, I'd save a lot of the clothes and stuff. As they get older, like styles change, things change. So I don't save as much for the older years, but 
for a while there, I did have a lot of like bins that I knew I was going to need in terms of like kids clothes. So I don't want to have to mm-hmm. go buy that again. But, um, but I, I definitely was like not doing a good job of getting rid of stuff. So I was taking a lot of time and energy storing things like from season to season mm-hmm. that we didn't really use anymore. So it becomes a lot easier to take, to, to get through it all. And even just like with laundry and stuff, like if you don't have quite as much, it's just mm-hmm. more manageable. So yeah. I think that it's, it's before you, if you want to start, you know, straightening up and organizing and things, it's great. But that first step should be clean house, like really kind of audit your stuff. And if, if you're not using it anymore, or if it served you at another mm-hmm. time, but no longer serves you, or if it's a very inexpensive item and you really don't use it ever, just donate it and know, okay, well, if I need it again, I can go buy it again. You know, yeah. chances are you're not going to need it again because you don't yeah. use it. So, so things like that. Like if you try to get rid of stuff first, then the organizing piece isn't so daunting. Yeah. And it's much more, it's easier to do. Yeah. And then just like um, <clears throat> using like, even like for my, my daughters, like with the nail polish and all of that kind of stuff, I was just going through, you got to go through that stuff. Cause it, they get dried out. They get, mm-hmm. they don't last forever. So just going through that stuff once in a while, throwing out what doesn't work anymore, what's old. And then just having like little plastic bins that have lids so you can stack them easily in a mm-hmm. closet or something that makes a big difference. It does help. Mm-hmm. And it helps you find your stuff easier. Too. Yeah. I've, um, or maybe like, what like with things that how do you um how dealt with like things that were given to you as gifts or like maybe or like if you inherited something I don't know if you had stuff like that but sometimes like we hold on to so much stuff that was given to us like out of guilt and that can be like really hard to let go of and yeah. we just store it and we don't even like put it out or like display we it don't even want, yeah you don't even want it yeah I know yeah it's but hard you still feel like you have to like keep it somewhere because you don't want to be ungrateful and right. you don't want to. Yeah. Right. And you're not ungrateful, <laughs> but maybe it doesn't. I've, I've been trying to live this way for quite a while now. And, and my family, if they listen and hear me, then they know that about me. Right. So <laughs> sometimes I can, I even get a little frustrated, like, oh my gosh, like, I feel like this is almost like not thoughtful because yeah. I'm on this decluttering, like trying to get rid of stuff and you're like bringing all this stuff. Right. Yeah. But everyone's different. And I've, I've learned that, that, you know, it's not mine, but some people's love language is giving gifts. Yeah. So I respect that and I honor that. I'm not going to be rude about it. Um, but for them, I, the way I look at it is that it is that action of giving the gift, mm-hmm. right? Like, especially to like the kids. And then, then we just go from there. You know, if it's something that I'll use the kids as, as, an, as an example. Like if it's something that they'll use, then, then great. Then they'll use it and move on. And if it's, if it's something that's doesn't fit them, isn't it, mm-hmm. like, or they are never going to play with, then we just kind of quietly donate it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I did, I used to hang on to it because I felt like I should, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like that anymore. And I don't, I've, I don't have, know. Every, have anyone ever noticed or asked about it? Because I think like, I don't, I've never experienced like anyone coming in and making like an audit of my home. Like where's the stuff that I gave you or the, or the gifts. And like, like, if they're giving it to you to like, then see it just like, let's say it's yeah. like something like to display in your home, if they're giving mm-hmm. it to you, first of all, I think that's a very personal thing. So like, 
Mm-hmm. I don't, I wouldn't give someone something that I would expect them to have out, right? Yeah. To display that should be up to them what they want to display in their house. Mm-hmm. But if they're giving it to you to then like look for it, like, yeah, that's weird. I, that's weird. And then I'm not going to feel bad by, you know, exactly. Like, I'm just not, I'm not going to buy into all that, play into all mm-hmm. that. So, but it's not easy. You know, it, it yeah. goes along with like trying to just learn how to say no to things and, yeah put some boundaries up. Mm-hmm. Boundaries are tough. People have yes. trouble accepting them. Yeah. Um, it's all the, like the topic of like, like codependency. Cause we like, when we're like holding on to things that people have, like, things that have been gifted to us um, because we don't want to make the gift giver feel bad, then we are taking responsibility for like their, you know, emotions or like how they feel. And it, you know, like, like you said, like if someone gives you a gift and then, you know, expects to see it or like, also like when you give a gift, it's like, what's the, like, what's the motivation behind it? Like if someone gives you a gift, gift and expects you to then do something with that gift that will make them feel like good right. or something then like that. Then who are they giving, they, the, are they giving the gift to you for them or for you? Right. Exactly. And that's yeah. like, so it's like, it's like, but that's the tricky part. It's like it's mm-hmm. separating, and it's also like I think like with decluttering, it, it's it's a lot about like discovering like those beliefs that we have, and like why do we have those beliefs, and and like it's like if you're thinking like you're feeling guilty if you get rid of something, like what if they notice that I've gotten rid of it, and like well a like how many times does anyone ever like go through your like stuff and see if you still have that stuff that you know you you were given. And then B, if they did that, that says something about them and their needs exactly. and, and, and insecurities or, or maybe like, and, and you're not responsible for that. So, but it's, it's definitely tricky. I mean, it's not easy oh, yeah. it's to say these things, but yeah. it's, 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 it's obviously actually, always You're dealing hard. with people's yeah. feelings. Yeah. And yeah. So like, you know, I say always be gracious and kind and mm-hmm. show gratitude, you know, for yeah. Because it is a kind gesture. Yeah. No matter what, it's a kind yeah. gesture. So if you want to quietly do donate yeah. it and give it to someone who will use it or appreciate mm-hmm. it, like once that gift is given, I think that that, that act is is done. Yeah. You know, there really, sh- in my mind, there shouldn't be strings attached to it. And if there yeah, are, exactly. like, again, yeah. that's not on you. That's on yeah, the gift exactly. given. That's a whole nother issue. And it's not up, up to us to... Mm-hmm fix those issues or deal exactly. with those issues. Maybe those people don't want to deal with those issues. They like, yeah. they, that's, they accept that that's who yeah. they are and that's fine. Yeah. So, but just, I think just, you know, this is where it gets, we go back to really like being intentional and knowing mm-hmm. what matters to us and what's important. If, you know, if it's, if you don't have a spot for it, it's like just yeah. like going, buying the thing. Cause you like the thing, but you don't have a spot yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have a spot for it and that's yeah. okay. So Mm-hmm. I think and just giving we'll, yourself more grace with all of it yeah. and just not being nasty when you do these things, yeah. you know, yeah. you don't have to, and again, they, these people don't even have to know. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think it's just like, like when you start like decluttering, it's like actually like stop and like slow down again, <laughs> like yeah. slow down and like, okay, what am I noticing here? Like, why am I like feeling like sticky about this? Or like, what, what is it like feels tricky about it? And why, why do I feel this way? And the same thing also, like when you when you buy something for yourself and then you realize like, oh, this isn't a good fit or whatever. And then you still hold on to it. And I've, I've realized like it has also to do with like some kind of, like that has also to do with like a scar- scarcity mindset. Yes. Or like, of, yes. like, 
wasting money. Like if I just get rid of it, then I wasted all this money. But if I like hold on to it, even though I don't use it, mm-hmm. but I just have it there or it just like keeps like floating everywhere in my house right. because it doesn't have a, a spot. But if I just keep hold, holding on to it, then I haven't wasted the money. But the truth is you wasted the money already. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, it's like ripping off a Band-Aid, like just get rid of it. It's like you wasted the money already, you know, and, and if it feels any better, you can also like just sell it, you know, and get a little bit, you know, exactly. back for it. But, but I and think I recently on, heard someone yeah. talk about this and because I, I, I think that this is, this scenario happens mm-hmm. to me more than like the gift from another person. Mm-hmm. It's more of like the things I've done to myself, <laughs> yeah. bought for myself. And, yeah. but you do, you have that, oh, well, I wasted this money or especially if it is a little bit mm-hmm. more of an expensive mm-hmm. item. So some, I can't even remember who I was talking to this about someone, or maybe I read it, but they said, well, you know, think of it as it wasn't wasted because it taught you a lesson, mm, taught you a lesson yeah. about what you need or want or don't want and learn from it. So yeah. learn from it and then pass that item along to somebody who will use it or who maybe will learn the same lesson from it, but yeah, it wasn't for nothing, right? You got something out of it. It wasn't the thing you thought you were going to get out of it when you mm-hmm. purchased it but you did get something out of it. Yeah. And I think like that is uh, the whole like wasting money thing is, is a big thing about like why we're holding on to stuff. Like there might be like certain items, there might be emotions and memories also. And like, of you know, good times past, (laughs) something like that. But a lot of times it's scarcity. It's like thinking that we are wasting, uh, we are being wasteful and, um, yeah, like something like if I, if I get rid of it, then I will lack something or like mm-hmm. I won't get it back. Like we hold on to like way too many like bowls or, <laughs> or whatever. Like I had, I have a hard time with food, like leftover food. Like that's a big thing with me. Mm-hmm. It's like, like, even though I know like there's a certain amount of like leftover and it's like not enough to like, for right. us to eat. It's like not the really another meal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I can't just throw it away because it's like good food because I've been like taught to not be wasteful with food and blah, blah, blah. Since I was a kid and, you know, my, my parents grew up in the, you know, in the forties, fifties, you know, in the, in the era with like, you know, where food was the ration and all that. And so I was very much like ingrained with like all that. And like, I have to have it in, in the fridge and like, let it sit there until it goes bad. And then I can throw it away. <laughs> and it's like, it, it's driving me crazy. It's like, yeah. I try to be like really super mindful. It's like, I'm just going to throw this away now. Although this is good food, but this is, and it's like, yeah. I can't feed anyone with like Right, it's not going to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've gotten better with that. that. Little, yeah. <laughs> but I know I've had that exact, I've had that yeah. happen so have, so many like, times. Yeah. yeah, tons of containers in the fridge with like random like. Yeah, you're just giving stuff. yourself more work because again, like yeah. no one's gonna eat <laughs> yeah. it. It's gonna go yeah. bad. Then you're throwing it. Then you got stuff to mm-hmm. wash. So yeah, it's like yeah. Sometimes and it's like that mind frame you're in when you're cleaning up from dinner. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm yeah. just in that like, nope, no one's gonna eat this. I know that. Chuck it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, done with yeah. It. yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I can be bad about like if my kids are like less stuff on the plate, like I might be like. Oh, I'm just gonna eat this. Like <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like, I'm not a garbage truck. Like, why do I do this to myself? It's okay. But it's like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. So definitely, like, have like this isn't an easy piece for, and I think we all have like the, yeah, the sticky. It's point. not easy. I don't yeah. think that. I think that it gets easier. Yeah. I think that because mm-hmm. a lot, you know, a lot of these things you're you're talking about, like, 
I, they all are reflect like resonating with me because I've been, mm-hmm. I've been there. Like I've mm-hmm. had so many, I, my base, my attic has looked like there's been like an aisle with bins everywhere. Cause I've like tried to save so many things and yeah, it has changed a lot over the years, but it's yeah. very slowly. It's not yeah. something that's going to happen overnight. It's something you're going to start to integrate into mm-hmm. how, you know, really changing your, how you think and changing your yeah. habits and yeah having to think of that being intentional and then thinking of that big picture, like, what are you going to do to store this after, you know, after Christmas is over or whatever. And the other thing is that, um, my, I've been really focusing lately on what you were saying, like how, how you want, you know, the room to feel or whatever, and trying to keep Mm -hmm. that as front and center. Like, okay, if I'm going to, if I'm going to buy this, if it's going to add to that feeling, to that function for that space, then great. And then I'm going to buy it. But if it's not, or if maybe it would have, we have to also just acknowledge that we, as people, we evolve and we're different. So remembering that maybe like, oh yeah, I don't really like this, this particular, yeah. maybe it's something you used to like all the time, buy a lot of, mm-hmm. you still keep buying it. Cause it's like this habit or you forget mm-hmm. that like, oh yeah, well I did used to like that, but that's not me now. So yeah. trying to think of like who you are today and who you mm-hmm. are trying to have that like forward, forward thinking. And well, where, you know, in the next year, am I going to be using this? Am I going to be doing something where I'm going to need this? Mm-hmm. The answer is no. You know, maybe five years ago, yeah, you would have been buying that thing every time you went to the store, but you don't need it anymore. Yeah. So I think just like really knowing yourself mm-hmm. better and knowing yourself now. Because yeah, exactly. Who we are now, mm-hmm. like that's been tricky for me as I get older mm-hmm. because I still like unconsciously kind of like think of things that I maybe did 10, 20 years ago or Mm -hmm. use. And it's like, no, that, that used to be you. It's not you anymore. Yeah. That's okay. But it's, it takes some acceptance and settling in and yeah. So always looking forward. Yeah. And that's also one thing that I've like, actually like I had like a realization around, like I like distinguishing between like who you actually are and who you'd like to be because a lot of times, like, I get stuff, like, especially, like, I love to watch, like, all kinds of, like, DIY, like, videos and, mm-hmm. and all that. I love all kinds of DIY, DIY. But I've, like, realized, like, I'm not that kind of person. But, like, for some but I would like to be. And I think I'm, I am that person. <laughs> so I might, like, get, like, all this stuff because I'm going to do something with it. But I yep. never do it because... It's not really who I am, but it's actually, but I think that's who I am because that's who I would like to be. (laughs) So it's kind of like acknowledging like who you actually are and Uh who you, you know, like to be and like, uh, yeah, like, like all kinds of like craft stuff and all that. I would love to be, and I probably would love to do all that if somebody like, yeah, put everything out for me and prepared everything. And then I could just swoop in and I could do my thing. And then somebody would clean up. Clean it up. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not, I don't like that. I just like the part of like, I can make something. Me too. And And you know what? Yeah. Yeah. I have a story about that. You just reminded me of something, but um, I, for a while, I don't know. I got on this, I got this idea that I was going to make like my own, like, face lotions and all this stuff and use essential mm-hmm. oils. And I bought all the things like some kind of wax thing. You have to melt down all these different things. You could get it all on Amazon. So I had like this whole box of stuff, mm-hmm. right? I tried it once or twice. It like was okay, but not really. I kind of then just forced myself to use it 
because I made it, <laughs> but it was nothing special. And I'm sure it's like baking. It's like, I, yeah. I think you have to really experiment with it and get yeah. good at it. So, but I hung, I think because I had, you know, dumped a considerable amount mm-hmm. of money into all these like strange supplies that I really would not use for anything else. Mm-hmm. So I had this stuff. I hung on to this stuff. I moved houses and I still <laughs> new house. I still had this box. Yeah. I'm like, first of all, this stuff definitely has an expiration date on it. Like I'm not putting it on my face. This has been yeah. like, it's been in this box for like two years. Yeah. But finally I had to throw it out and it, yeah. but it was the same thing. Like I have to just, you know, and moving forward now, I'm like, nope, I'm just going to buy my face cream. Yeah. I don't yeah. need to make it. I don't know why yeah. I thought I could do that or, I, yeah. you know, or, or that you get into it. it. Yeah. yeah. Like just take it for that learning experience. Okay. Now I know that about myself, yeah. Yeah. but but yeah, like I hung on to it. Like I literally moved it to a new home. That's <laughs> yeah. how much I thought I was going to still use it, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's definitely like, it's been like a, some kind of mentality for me. It's like, oh, there's like a difference between like, actually like all this stuff that I'm like interested in or like find fascinating or whatever. It does. It's not actually like for me, like it doesn't have necessarily like, you know, mean that I'm, I would be like into it or actually like enjoy doing it. So like you can still think it's interesting and you can learn about it and watch other people do it if you want, but you don't have to do it yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like recognizing like who you actually are versus like, if that's something like who you'd like to be, (laughs) you'd like to be like that person who's like really crafty or like can just like build something from like, I don't know, nothing. (laughs) Yeah. In theory, it's like, oh yeah, it sounds great. And like, could you do it? You could, but. But yeah, but I'm really like, I'm, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm not really into all that. Like, no, like I could, but it just, yeah. it's too much effort. I'm not yeah. that kind of person. It's just like, not I, you. Yeah. And that's exactly. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's all about like getting to know yourself and like, and, and accept, accepting, like, we don't have to be all the, t- all the things, you know, and all, and all that. So like, what do they yeah. say? You can do anything, but you can't do everything. Yeah. I love exactly. that because yeah. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and even and you don't have to, it's fine. To. Yeah. Yeah. You You're good at something to. else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have other gifts. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, I think, I think actually that's a really good like note to end it on. It's like to really, you know, get to know yourself and recognize who you are and you accept that you are great just the way that you are. You don't have to be all the things. Yeah. You're enough. Um, you're enough. Yeah. You don't need exactly. more. And your home is enough, you know, just like, yeah, be intentional about it. Thank you. It was so much fun. Thank you for, for coming on the show. It was so much fun talking to you. My pleasure. It was it was it was great as always. And, um, thank you for having me. <laughs> yes, of course. I love having you back at some point. Again. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about the finished summer cottages. Yay. I would love to do I really would love to do that. I want to have do a whole episode on the summer cottages. Yeah. And I think we should do another one on on what you were talking about with how you want your home to feel. Because yes. how you want it to yeah. feel and how what do you do with that? Once you figure yeah. out like Yeah. I think I want to I want to do interviews with you like once a quarter. <laughs> we'll do like yeah. Yeah. home with Christina yeah <laughs> um, yeah that's that's so yeah because fun. there's yeah. so there's yeah. like so much there you know there's because so that much. informs like yeah that informs like all your decisions and that informs like so so many times people like ask me like oh should I choose this color or is this color okay or this like when it comes to colors it's mm-hmm. not about like the color in itself if it's blue green or yellow I don't know if we talked about this before 
but it's about how you wanted your room to feel. Yeah. So you can, you, do you, like, that, like, informs your color choices and not so much, like, if it's going to be white or brown right. or uh, light or, like. And I never wanted, thought that way for, yeah. year, like, like, I get that now, but for so long, yeah. I painted a lot of rooms, you know, yeah. and it's more like, oh, what color do you feel? Like? Oh, this color yeah. looks good, but. Yeah, like yeah. really how you want that to feel. And yeah, exactly. There's so much like to how, it. Yeah, like how light do you want it to feel? Do you want it to feel like cozy or like a nest? Do you want it to feel like it's closing in? Like it's actually like wrapping you, you know, then you want it to be dark. Then you want a darker color, but then the color can be whatever you like. But then you need to go like darker and it needs right. to be like really saturated and, you know, like and all that, you know, and then, you know, if you want it to be light and airy and like fluffy, you know, then you have to go in a different direction. Exactly. But, so, exactly. yeah. And There's even so when you choose white, it. yeah, like even if you choose white for your walls, but do you want it to be like crispy and clear? Yeah. Then you have to choose a cool white. But if you want it to be like a very like grounding and earthy feel, like you maybe want to bring in like lots of browns or like wood and you want like those elements, then you want it to be a warm white, you know, with the, exactly. you know, and you don't use that, you know, cooler, you know, mm -hmm. crispier white. Yeah, the cool and the warm thing yeah. is huge. Yeah, yeah, feeling like informs like everything, like guiding <laughs> like your northern star. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love talking to you. <laughs> this Same is so here. Great. This has been so much fun. So before I let you go, will you let people know where they can find you if they want to interact with you and talk with you and, you know, sure, I would, I would like that. tips on yeah. like slowing down your life. And slowing all down. So it's called yeah. Let's Slow Down. That's the name of the podcast. You can find that wherever you listen to podcasts. And then I am on Instagram, let's slow down 2023 is where you can find me. Thank you. It was so much fun. That was such a fun interview. Um, I just love chatting with Anne-Marie. I could just sit and chat with her for like forever. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as well and took away some good stuff for things to think about. I feel like the whole like decluttering process really is a journey into yourself when you really stop and start to look at why we do the things we do or like why we hold on to the things that we hold on to and what are the beliefs maybe that um, are hidden underneath because it's never really about the thing always so much more and when you go on that journey I think it can be really revealing so in any case uh, I hope you enjoyed this conversation and took away some good stuff from it and please everyone go listen to Anne-Marie's podcast let's slow down it is so so good and as usual, thank you so much for listening to the Keeping Up With The Home Series podcast. I so appreciate you. I'm so grateful for being able to do this and have all of these conversations. With and I'm so happy that you're on this journey with me as well. And as usual, um, new episodes drop every Sunday and Thursday. And if you like them, please rate and review, subscribe, and maybe share with a friend or two who might also enjoy being on this journey. Until next time, sending so much love to you and your home.